Welcome everyone to the Double Take Podcast. Uh, I'm your host Daniel. Dave is not with me this today. Uh, when we're recording this, it's actually the Monday, so December 19th. So meaning me and David will record tomorrow. But with me, I have a returning guest, Jalen Wilmore. What up, y'all? I'm back, baby. And we're going to be talking about the Cowboys and the Eagles and mm. potentially other things for us to talk about. But I kind of ran over here getting a microphone cable and then Jalen kind of broke some news to me. Oh, yeah. And so if you're a Cowboys fan, this might be some good news. Um, if you're an Eagles fan, you probably don't care. Um, but <laughs> Jalen Hurts um, has an injury. I think it's you said it was in his, his shoulder. Yeah, he sprained his right shoulder. So his throwing shoulder last week versus the Bears. So yesterday... Um, and he is listed as doubtful slash questionable. He may play. He may not. Gardner Minshew will be starting instead of him if he decides not to, though. And honestly, I'm feeling pretty all right about that. I don't, I'm not. That's. I'm not that worried. And my brother, he'll remember this. Um, but I actually like Gardner Minshew a lot. Uh, I think mm-hmm. they were playing Dallas last year in the season finale, and I was. And it was at the point where I. Did not like Dak at mm. all. Um, even though we were, we won the division last year, and Dak was playing at what seemingly was an all-time Cowboy great, um, broke Tony Romo's record against the Eagles practice squad. But <laughs> but I digress about that. But I always liked Gardner Minshew. I mean, you look at um, what he, what he was able to do. Um, pulling up his stats right here, he he had a. Pretty good career in Jacksonville. He threw yeah. 37 touchdowns, 11 interceptions in two years. Um, Not bad didn't at have all. that great of a record. Well, he went six and six his rookie year, and then they went one and seven, yeah. which prompted them to start uh, or draft Trevor Lawrence, which yep. I like. But we'll mm-hmm. get into Trevor Lawrence a little bit later. And then he went to Philly last year um, and played pretty, pretty all right. You know, he yeah. was one and one. Um, completed 68% of his passes, four touchdowns, one interception. Um, and so he, I thought that he would have been a nice bridge at the time from like a Carson Wentz. Well, no, because Carson was already gone by then. Yeah. I thought that he would be Jaylen's a really good, been there. really good quarterback um, in place of Jalen. Mm. Um, just uh, for Jalen to kind of develop his throwing, but um, but we we know how that ended. Sure. But um. I just don't know how much that's the thing. This is a different team than we faced last year. Yeah. And last time Gardner Minshew did play against Dallas was the season finale and it was a route. Yeah. The defense was hurt. Not everyone was playing. It was kind of yeah. a I think Philly was already in the playoffs. We um, yeah, we had point, clinched at that point. So it was just yeah. like put the second string in. Um no need to get any of the starters injured because most people counted all of us, I mean, counted us completely out because we were playing Tampa Bay in the first round. And we could have won that game. But, I mean, you you, you put Jalen Hurts' first year starting quarterback, uh, his first year as a starting quarterback against Tom Brady, the greatest, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, Daniel doesn't think he's a GOAT. But that's yeah. like, I don't think well, he, you, you can't really. That's, that's another a, podcast for another time. <laughs> But that that's uh you know you're finding a, an uphill battle right there. So we tried to rest in our starters as much as possible. So yeah, and so basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about what's leading up into this matchup. The last time we talked, 
It was when the Eagles and the Cowboys were about to play for the first time this season. Yep. And it went pretty much how I expected it to yeah. go. Yeah. Um, I think it started out, I don't know what the score was. It was like 21 to nothing it was like in the first half. Yeah, something um, like that. And so Eagles e- jump out in a big lead. Yep. Um, and then on, on the drive back, um, I was watching the game and noticed the Cowboys starting to rally yep. a little bit at the end. Um, ended up being 21 to 17. Yep. And then Jalen was like, Jalen Hurts was like, all right, I'm going to stop playing around and proceeded to convert three straight third down situations with his legs yep. and then kind of as he tends to do ending the Cowboys dream of a comeback um, with a touchdown pass. And then after that, Cooper Rush throws his third interception, um, which was his calling card of not turning the ball over and then ends yep. up turning the ball over. Going and into so, that game, he hadn't thrown a single interception. Mm. Yeah. He hadn't thrown one uh, up until that point. Yeah. But since then, um, we look at the um, Eagles record. And they've... What week was that? That was week... That was week... Seven, week six, six. Six. Week six. Yeah, since then, we are seven and one. Mm-hmm. And so you... So they win 26 to 17. They proceed to go to Pittsburgh. 35 and 13. Kill Houston, 29 17. Um, and then the loss with the Commanders. And yeah. this is kind of where I want to start mm. with you. Um, I think, and you can probably speak a lot more into this. There's been a stretch that the Eagles have 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 played to where maybe there are some questions starting to rise about sure. this team. And we start in Houston. Mm. I think at halftime it's 14 to 14. Yeah, it was point. tied. Um, but then the Eagles turn it up in the second half, win this game 29 to 17. So on paper, it looks, looks really good. Then they go to the commanders mm-hmm. and where they lose that game. Then they go to Indy. I'm not, I'm not aware if this is Jeff Saturday's first, this might be his second, second week coaching. I think for Jeff Saturday. I think, yeah, I think it was his second. Cause I'm pretty sure the week before they had, they had yeah. won. They yeah, they won. Against, an upset I forget against, who they were playing, yeah. but they did pull the upset. They won. Yeah. And then they it's a close game against the Colts. Then again at Green Bay, they jump out to a huge lead. Aaron gets hurt. Mm-hmm. They bring in Jordan Love. Jordan Love goes crazy, brings it closer to 40 to 33. And then, you know, these past three weeks, it's been a re- or past two weeks before this one at Chicago. Where against Tennessee, they just throttled Tennessee. Yeah, killed them. And that was really when everyone started raising the the point of, hey, this is a team that's dominant. Yeah. that's They're going to be a hard out in the postseason. Then they go to New York. Again, pummel them 48-22. to 22. And then yesterday. It was really 48-14 to 14 or whatever. This yeah. They picked Tyra Taylor in. Yeah. And it was just, like, we had our like third string defense in. Yeah. You know. And so then yesterday um, at... Chicago, which you could say that was Jalen Hurts' worst game in terms of throwing the football. Even though he yeah. did have 309 passing yards, he yeah. did throw two interceptions. But what was his saving grace in that was three rushing touchdowns, yeah. two at the goal line. And he he prefaced afterwards that like at the beginning of the game, couldn't really feel his hands. Hands were numb. It was like... They were playing in like nine degrees. It was like minus eight. Wind yeah, chill. it was like yeah. they that first interception. I think it was. I'm pretty sure I'm getting this right. The first one, I don't feel as if it was really his fault. 
Um, no, the first one definitely. Yeah, never mind. The first one was his fault. He de- he threw it into like triple coverage or whatever. And like he was saying, that, that was at the beginning of the game. It was like first quarter, I believe, and saying that he couldn't really feel his hands. Um, could barely see down the field just with like wind and all the other stuff that was going on with like the weather and climate and all that. And then like the second interception wasn't his fault. Quez, Quez Watkins, he was, I think it was, they were, they did, he was, he was on a go route. Um, or no, he was going, he was running a vertical and he was supposed to cross the field early and Jalen would have hit him. He would have had like a big gain, but Quez then he crossed, he didn't cross the field as shallow as he was supposed to. Right. So the free safety or whoever it was came, was able to cut in front of him and, uh, pick Jalen off. But mm-hmm. I, that, that beginning of the game definitely was pretty rough. Yeah. Um, I say it was his worst passing game for sure this season. I don't know. I think there, that Giants game last year where he had three interceptions or two or three interceptions right. was definitely his worst passing game like of his career. But yeah. that was a rough game, though, for sure. And so that begs the question for me to ask, is there any part of Philly's game, especially in the past couple of weeks, is there something that bothers you about this team moving forward? Or do you feel 100% confident of what your team can do? Do you f- see any weaknesses? Have you seen anything that may be like man we've struggled mm. at this yeah at this point of the season not talking about the yeah. overall year because there's been times in this year where you guys have looked great and mm-hmm. pretty dominant but is there any concerns heading into the playoffs that you have about this team at all i'm a i would say at times the play calling um can definitely be a little bit questionable especially when it comes to the run game like yesterday, Miles didn't have nearly as dominant of a game as he could have. Um, barely got the ball. Um, I think at the core of our team last year, we were a run. We were a run team. We had like over two hundred fifty something rushing yards per game, led the league in rushing or some something like that. Yeah. And then, but this year it was like we're, we're still like a very run heavy team because Jalen can run. You got miles, you got Kenneth game you got Boston Scott. Um, that's, that's basically four running backs on a team that can are all that are all like starting caliber of running backs. Yeah. And, but like Jalen can still throw it for over 400 yards or right. over 350 yards. Yeah. And I think to answer your question, yeah, sometimes the play calling can be a little bit sketchy and, mm-hmm. um, that's really, even with the injuries that we've had the past few weeks, we like, we had our starting safety, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, right. get injured. Reed Blankenship comes in, our backup. And then he gets injured against, uh, who was it? I forget who we were playing, but he gets injured. And then we have our third string come in. And he, he's still making those tackles, playing really well. Like We're not getting, making, or letting up any big plays or whatever. But... Um, I don't think there's anything that's really like scary to me. It's just injuries and when people go get back and even with the injuries are the backup uh, person, second string, third string still played really well. And, you know, they always say like the next man up mentality and those guys who have, you know, really held strong in that mentality. seems like. So I'm, I'm recording now. Yeah, Daniel, talk to me. Are there, let me reverse this question on you. Are there any concerns or any thing that worries you about the Cowboys, you know, your team the past few weeks, maybe this season, going into the postseason. Uh, yeah, talk to me. So much, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> um, 
So let me let me do a recap on what the Cowboys have looked like um, since that game, since losing to Philadelphia, seventeen to twenty six. We go to Detroit. Dak's first game back looks a little rocky. Cowboys still win twenty four to six, pretty easily. Then we come back home. We're home for Chicago. Destroy them, forty nine to twenty nine. And then that fateful, fateful afternoon game against. Aaron bleeping Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Going into the fourth quarter, the Cowboys have never lost a game while leading more than 14 points in the history of the Dallas Cowboys, dating back to 1960, Travis. Travis yeah. joined us in studio right now. Um, and the Cowboys fumbled the bag. Heavily. And this is at the point, mind you, that if people are reviewing our our content um, earlier on before um, before that game, I had literally called out Aaron Rodgers saying that he was washed mm-hmm. and he's still washed So what you're today. saying is that basically you jinxed we your team. We lost to a washed quarterback. That's an indictment of my team, mm-hmm. okay? Then nursing that womb heading to Minnesota against First Cousins and the Vikings. Minnesota. And we dominated 40 yeah. to three. Yeah. Tony Pollard's breakout game. I killed him. Then we go to New York, face the Giants again for the second time. Killed him. 28 to 20. And I think New York got a late touchdown, I think, to bring yeah. it a lot closer, I believe. Then we go to Indianapolis. <laughs> Actually, we're home against Indianapolis. Sunday night, <laughs> just Saturday's all the rage. Being a good coach, winning their first game, getting close to beating Philly. Yeah. They come to Dallas. We put that thing on them. Yeah. 54 to 19. Yeah. Killed them. Killed them. Then we go. We're still home. This is part of a three game home stretch. Last week. What happened? Houston. Houston. At the end. At the end of that game, okay, let me be honest. Dallas should have lost that game. Daniel was texting me. He goes, uh, mm. what, do you, what do you say? Let me pull up these Yeah, pull up quick. the text while I keep going here. <laughs> I was so sure that we were going to lose this game. The Cowboys were playing terrible. Defensively, they could not They could not stop. I don't know. It felt like they had like their whole quarterback room playing in that game. <laughs> Daniel goes, I'm about to punch a wall, bro. Dot, dot, dot. The Texans, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> He goes, they're going to lose to the Texans, dot, dot, dot. I said, bro, I don't, I haven't been watching. Like, why are y'all losing? He said, Dak in the offense, giving them short fields. It just, I, and afterwards, they, they won. They pulled out the win. And he goes, I'm not happy with that win. Mm. It was the most discouraging win someone can have. Mm. He said, y'all will blow us out easily. Mm. And here's yeah. why I said that. Here's why. Travis is looking at me with his face, <laughs> adorable face. <laughs> but this is why I said that. The problem with the Cowboys has been this. Rain, Dakota, Prescott. Rain, Dakota, Prescott. Talk to me. Did you know that in the nine games that he has played this season, he's thrown 11 interceptions? Mm. Jalen Hurts has been playing all year. How many interceptions he has? Five, thirty-two Five. yesterday. But before, and I'm going to be real, and I'm not saying this just because I'm an Eagles fan. Mm. Most more than half of those, so like 
I think he's thrown two legit interceptions. Mm-hmm. The one of them and against Washington, he threw it right into the hands of AJ Brown. Went through two defenders. AJ drops it. Other mm-hmm. guy catches it. Yep. Interception. Last game, like I already said this earlier. First interception, his fault. Right. I'll take that. His fault. Second one, not as much. Miscommunication. Just, you know, we'll take that on the chin. Five, five interceptions. That's all I'm going to say. And it's just like the Houston game. I get it. Kevontae Turpin fumbles it, gives them a short field, scores. Dak throws, I think it's multiple interceptions, I believe. Sounds about right. Yeah, against the Texans, throws two interceptions and then throws one to kind of lead us back into the game. Yesterday at Jacksonville, mm. he played a really good first half. Probably yeah. his one of his probably his best first half this season. Yeah, but he was bowling in the second half. Just let Jacksonville get back into the ball game, and I and so that's one part of my problem. Uh, but I'm a. I'm going to defend him a little bit. It wasn't mm-hmm. just him, though. I think it was y'all's defense. Y'all and def- that, y'all's and that, defensive And that's line. my second point. Yeah. Part of the problem is Dak Prescott. And also, a lot of it on Kellen Moore. Mm. His play calling is terrible. And so, I will defend Dak a little bit on that point. It is 100%. If I were to give him a percentage of the blame, probably 25%. Sure. I'm going to give another 25 maybe 30% to Kellen Moore. Mm. Probably more than that. Yeah. And then a lot of it has to go on this defense. Yeah. Because you look at Green Bay, Dak spots you 17 points. Yeah. And then and then you lose that game by just not being able to make a stop. Mm. And then against the Texans, I get Dak is giving you short fields, but there's no reason why you can't get a pass rush. Yeah. Against the Texans. And then yesterday, again, Dallas, it's just a culmination of so many things. It's just hard to put it on one person or one facet of the game. But when this offense goes three and out time and time and time again, giving them short fields by having these dumb turnovers, I mean, it's and then putting the your defense in a terrible position, and also Anthony Brown is out. I never liked him in the first place, but now I miss him. <laughs> now you I don't miss know him. what you got till it's gone, baby. Exactly. And so right now we have Boss Man Fat, uh, who is uh, I think Kelvin Joseph name. or something. I forget his name, but he just gets burned every time they put him on the field. He played so bad they they benched him after that fifty nine yard touchdown in yeah, Jacksonville. Y'all can play when you play us. And then you know, Leighton Vanderesh. Injured, injured, neck injury. It's that. It's not neck injury. Now they said that he's going to have to miss some time, but it isn't anything structurally wrong with his neck. So we okay. may see him in the postseason. Okay. Um, he's a good linebacker. He's a he's very and good. I dare I say he's been playing better than Micah the past couple of weeks. I think so. And, that, and again, on the podcast talking trash about my boy. And that's that's my next point. Micah Parsons. He's been playing like a great, like a someone who can win defensive play of the year. But the past couple of weeks when we've needed him, he has not shown up. Yeah. Yesterday he showed up early with a sack early in the game, but when crunch time, he's he's not ready. Yeah. And I think there's a, something to be said about even on that podcast with Von Miller, he was asking me, "Hey, like man, I'm pretty banged up." 
it's it's hard for me to you know to do it consistently. Well, Micah, like that's what that's the difference that's, between them makes a, a a good good defensive player. Yeah, and Nick Bosa. That's I'm I'm being honest. T.J. Watt. If you want to be great, bro. Got to lay it all out on the line. He's so right now that. I have Nick Bosa as my defensive player of the year. Yeah. It's just there's there's no way around it. Dude's crazy, man. And it's consistent. Yeah, consistently he. Week in and week out, he makes the plays to win games. On and one of the best defenses in the, best defenses in the league, mm-hmm. balling out like that, crazy man. And so, and also like Micah's Micah's comments about Jalen, and that's what we're going to talk about next. Yeah, let's get on that. I get the argument. I understand it. Doesn't mean that it's right. I you get say, it. You could say what well, he said. You can say that about any quarterback ever. To win like the MVP, and Patrick Mahomes when he right. won in uh, was right. that his first year like 2018 or something mm-hmm. like that, threw over 50 touchdowns. Like, well, you, well, he has Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, and, and, and look at him this year. And like, bro, he's still balling out. He has Travis Kelsey. I'm not going to say the rest of them are no names because Juju Smith Schuster has been balling out pretty good. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, the running back, playing really well. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if you're going to say it's well, he has a good team. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, what about Dak? He got C.D. Lamb. He's not even good to some quarterback. Here's the thing about that. He had Amari Cooper. Yeah. And C.D. Lamb. And Zeke the Freak. Eat him up. Elliot, whatever his name is, bro. He's been like that for years. Y'all going (laughs) to... If you want to say it's just people around him, bro. Like, you could say that about anybody. And then, like I was saying with Dak, why hasn't he won the MVP if that was the case? And 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 that's part of the reason. It's because... System quarterbacks who just can play in a system don't win MVPs. Right. Those are called serviceable players that you're looking to bridge from one guy to the next. Right. That's what a systems quarterback is. And if you really look at if you want to get technical with the term, every quarterback in the NFL is a systems quarterback because they all play within a system. Yeah. The question about it is who plays in that system exactly. best? And that's what sets you apart from other quarterbacks. And here, here's why he's not a systems quarterback. And I, and I can't believe I'm saying this because at the beginning of the year on the podcast with David, the reason why I was counting Philly out was because of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I said they've got the team. Everyone they've got wants. the running game. They've had the receivers. They have the coaching because I believe Nick Sirianni is a great coach. Coach of the year. But my question wasn't, with the team, it was with Jalen, because that's what, that forgive was me. Question. Based off of last year, and based on track records with quarterbacks, they don't get this good this quickly. No, it doesn't happen, bro. Jalen Hurts doesn't go from a completing fifty-five percent of his passes to now at sixty-eight percent. His touchdown and interception ratio is just off the charts. And then you add his running game into it. I will say this, I will catch flack for it, but this is how I feel. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is better than Lamar Jackson. Oh, that's that's he's easily better. Said. And this is why. I, I know Travis is looking said. at me like that, but this is why. He throws the better he throws the ball better than Lamar. If and you, then they're bro. and then they're running. Lamar is a better runner, yes, but I believe Jalen's a more effective runner runner meaning majority of the time if Jalen's going to leave the pocket he's going to get a first down and that's all I care about when it comes to a quarterback 
even if he doesn't have the splash plays. That but, Lamar but he has. still scored thirteen touch, thirteen rushing touchdowns. That's what he has right year. now, right? He has thirteen. He had three last game. He has. He's broke. 13, our, he's bro. broken. Thirteen. But he's one away from Cam Newton's NFL record of fourteen, and we have four games left. He, he may be injured, possibly going into this Dallas game, but he can still give you three, four more rushing touchdowns, I mm-hmm. believe, on the year, and break that record. Now and make is, it his own. Now is Jalen the best quarterback in the league? I'm no. not going to say that. I don't think he is. I think. I'm gonna catch I think the, I think this year too. I think this year he has been. No, he's played an overall better game than any player in this league. But the best quarterback in terms of intangibles and just ability, it's not Patrick Mahomes. You gonna say Joe Burrow? It's gonna be Joe Burrow. I knew it. It's gonna be Joe Burrow. There's Joe something about disgusting. there's something about Joe Burrow that to me is Montana like. Mm. Now, if any now if anyone knows <laughs> about my opinion on who the goat is. It's Joe Montana, you know, undefeated in the Super Bowls, never thrown an interception in the Super Bowl, played in an era where you can actually hit the quarterback, you can maul the receivers, mm. and still won, I think won two MVPs at six foot, 190 pounds, didn't have a, didn't have a calf, that Joe Montana, mm. three, two, ish, three times Super Bowl MVP, should have been four, <laughs> but that's how Joe Burrow plays. He plays with this kind of finesse, and he's more, and he's just as athletic and bigger than Joe Montana. But that's how he plays. Can play in the clutch. Beats Patrick Mahomes every time he sees him. Three and zero. Yeah. No one else. But you can't, and you can't. But you cannot deny, even though I think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in this league. Jalen Hurts has been the MVP this year. Yeah. He's better than Lamar. If he wins the Super Bowl this year, Philly better pay him. Oh, he he's going to get. A they better pay no him. He's, he's gonna probably going to get three hundred million. He probably get all of that guaranteed. Um, here's here's the thing. I think Patrick Mahomes is a more talented overall quarterback than yep. Joe Burrow. But That's, I don't care about that though. I care about what are you going to do with the intangibles. Here, but, what are you going to do on a, any given Sunday? I just but feel, Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he went he did. in his first one. Played against uh, San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo, trash, but mm. still How about that played. Hey, and <laughs> Joe Burrow, I think, I think the top three quarterbacks in the league, right, league right now. Uh, what is, what week is it? Week fourteen or fifteen of the NFL are number one, Jalen Hurts, number two, Joe Burrow, and number three, Josh Allen. Josh You're Allen put him ahead of Patrick Mahomes right now. Josh Allen balled out yesterday, yes, last week. Yeah, and in the past couple of weeks, he's been playing really well. Talent wise, I think he's just as good as Patrick Mahomes. Can like can extend the play with his legs, do runs like Derrick Henry, basically. Whenever he's out of the pocket, bro. That's my problem with Josh Allen, though. But he my doesn't. He doesn't that, but he doesn't slide. But hey, he doesn't slide. That's but my he, problem. But with him. he he doesn't. He gets right back up after getting popped. He gets right back up. He hurdles him. He hurt, Travis <laughs> Travis came over. He said hurdle. He does hurdle him. But I think you get you have a an argument between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow has been playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Early, early in the game last week, uh, against the Buccaneers yesterday, he wasn't playing as well, but like came back and just balled out, bro. They won. They they were down like 17 to 0, came back and won 27 to 17. Dude, their defense also phenomenal, by the way. But Jalen Hurts, my opinion, 
a little bit biased. Best quarterback in the league this year. Um, He's definitely played the best this year. I that's, think that's every, everyone was questioning, like you said, was, yeah, the Eagles have a good defense. They have a phenomenal, phenomenal defense, mm-hmm. can run the ball, all that stuff. But how is Jalen Hurts going to play? Right. And he has showed you time and time again, I can, I will run through you, run all over you, run all over the field, give you three rushing touchdowns, whatever, zero fumbles, zero interceptions. Oh, you want to take away my legs? Like they did against the Titans? Cool. I'm going to throw for over 380 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, A.J. Brown, baller. Um, but that's going back a little bit, a couple of questions ago when you asked me, is there any doubts? I think a little bit earlier in the year, I was our run game or run defense right. was mm-hmm. a little scary. And that's why we got Linval, Joseph, and Dominica Uh We had our boy Jordan Davis come back. We've been yep. shutting down that run game. Derrick Henry, uh, he didn't get over 50 yards against us. He, he only had like 11 carries, 30 yards. Saquon Barkley next week only had like yep. – 20 something yards or like 30 something yards or whatever it was on um, however many carries and um Justin Fields had a great game yesterday against against us on the run but mm-hmm. I don't think that it, it was a real testament to our run defense cuz you know you look at David Montgomery he he barely he only had like 50 something yards rushing yeah but our defense has shown that like hey past 3 games had 6 plus sacks first time in NFL history or Eagles history where our defense has our, our defense has had over six plus sacks in three straight games. Been getting to the quarterback, dropping him down. I think the same thing is going to happen this coming week with uh, Dallas. And that's that's where I want to go next. What is your score? Um, score prediction. Score prediction. Remember, take into account. Jalen may not play. Jalen's probably not going to play. Um, Gardner Minshew is probably going to be the starting quarterback. You got to think about kind of the momentum what it looks mm. like right now Dallas is completely demoralized mm. um, as they should be um, but what's your score uh, I'll give you I'm gonna give you my score prediction if Jalen was is gonna play that's that's and that's I'm gonna give you my score prediction if um, Gardner Mitchell is gonna play if Jalen plays I think it's gonna be 35 20, 24 or whatever, Cowboys or Eagles, Eagles. If Gardner Mitchell plays, I think it's going to be 20, 27, 24 Eagles. I think that we can still pull off the win. I think we will rely heavily on our run game Right. if uh, Gardner Mitchell is playing, but he can still throw the ball, bro. Mm. I, don't, I don't count him out. Last year he played... Um, he played, he started what, two games yeah. and he had, like, like you said earlier, he, his completion percentage was almost just about 70% mm-hmm. three for 439 yards over two games. Um, four touchdowns, one interception. He was still playing pretty, pretty well. Um, right. but I think we were going to get to Dak a lot, going to mm-hmm. make him, going to put a lot of pressure on him, come for those, uh, little fragile ankles that he has. Mm. And um, I don't think that we get blown out. I don't think it would be a blowout game on either way because that game is always going to be a good game. Cowboys Eagles is always going to be a good game. But mm. I think that our defense holds up, does this right. We, I mean, even though uh, Justin Fields played really well against us, and you know it wasn't a big blowout game like it should have been yesterday, right. we still only helped them. We they only scored twenty points. Mm. Um, Last time y'all played us, you only scored 17, which is like been our average around the With you know Cooper the entire Rush. game. Yeah, our entire entire season. So yeah, what about you? Talk to me. All right, here we go. Uh, Jalen Hurts plays 56-14. 
calling it right now. <laughs> he did. Daniel texted me. Yo, I'm I've been go, saying it. Hold on. We'll I've been pause saying it real it. quick. We went. I'm gonna go back to Sunday. Real quick. It was the funniest thing. All right. So me and my friend Joe were out here watching the games, <laughs> uh, watching the Eagles, Cowboys, uh, watching the Eagles Bears game, Cowboys, yeah. uh, Jaguars game. Eagles game finish. Eagles win. Go 13-1. Big dub. All right. So let's watch the rest of the Cowboys game. Yeah. We're watching it. They go into overtime. Dak throws that pick six. I yep. I walk at it. We're in a, so we're in a uh, a restaurant. It was like a sports bar that is filled with Cowboys fans. The owner is a Cowboys hey. fan. It was t- like twenty five plus Cowboys fans in there. I go, hey, see y'all next Saturday. I'm holding dead. up the big dub and I'm just dead. like <laughs> and they started laughing, bro. Wow. As, as soon as he threw a pick six, I uh, I texted Daniel the same thing. See yep. y'all next Saturday. Eagle uh, Daniel goes fifty six fourteen Eagles. Book it. I said that. I'm standing by it. This is why, Travis, this is why. For the reasons that he mentioned, one of the things that Dallas is success, this is what helps us be successful is our running game. Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott. What the Eagles have addressed in free agency the past couple weeks, I want to say, has been their run defense. You're not running over us, bro. You're Dak's not, not going to run. Dak's not going to pull a Justin Fields and run for over 100 yards. That's just not his game. And as much as I love Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard doesn't get enough carries in a game to make an impact that big. And even if he does, Jordan Davis is back. He's healthy. And Dominican Sue is playing. Limbaugh Joseph is there. Fletcher Cox, is he still with you? Yeah, right. Bro, he, has over, he, was a, he has over seven sacks this year. First of all, our, our D line. That's what I'm saying. And so, for that reason, no matter who you, who the Eagles have at quarterback, the result's going to be the same for the Cowboys' offense. So, if Jalen Hurts plays 56 14, I'm sticking with it. Book it. If Gardner Minshew plays, I'm going to go 28 21 Eagles. Still. Yeah. Still. I think, I mean, yeah, it's a big drop because Gardner Minshew is Gardner Minshew he's um, not Jalen. He's good. The question not is, Jaylen. like, also on the on the flip side, like our offense versus y'all's defense. The first game, when we, I was talking about, like, yo, y'all's, y'all's D-line is, is legit. Y'all are nice. Like, that's the only thing I was like, maybe they may they may get to Jalen a good bit. Y'all did nothing. Yeah. Yesterday against the Jaguars. Lane, Lane, Lane Vanderus is going to be out for a while. Um, What's your other boy that got injured? Uh, Dorrance Armstrong? Yeah. He has eight sacks on the year. He's injured. Don't know if he's going to play or not. We'll have to see. Um, but, but And then you look at our defensive line. Anthony, Brown, Anthony Brown's not playing. You got boss man fat on Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown. How's that going to get? Most Dallas of them had Goddard? O- are you going to have Micah? Most of them had over 100 yards yesterday. Are you going to have Micah on Dallas Goddard? Dallas Lane Goddard back, not first game back, bro. Gonna go, he gonna go stupid. Just, Our defensive line, bro. We have two. We have two uh, defensive linemen, two mm-hmm. starting defensive linemen with over ten plus X. Everyone else has over seven. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. We have fifty five sacks on the year. Yeah. As, so as a whole defense. So that's what that's what I'm gonna say. Cowboys are gonna get blown out um, with Jalen Hurts there. Um, even if Gardner Minshew plays, I still think just how bad the Cowboys have been playing. And how good the Eagles have been playing in terms of they're probably going to be really motivated to play Dallas this week based on what Michael said last week. Don't think that's not going to come into play. They they said, we said, hey, we're going to focus on Chicago. 
and we're, we're playing the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Michael Parsons, right? We're playing Dallas this week. Eyes, tunnel vision, bro. Set on y'all. Set on running, running it up. And I think Micah is going to get babied again by Lane Johnson. Dang, baby. He, he did nothing Cradled. last time against Lane Johnson. Best right tackle in the game. Um, I think it's going to be a good game, yo. Uh, I don't I don't think we lose even if Jalen isn't playing. I don't think we'll blow y'all out if Jalen isn't playing. But if Jalen is, there's a good chance we can. Uh, and then after that, we have the Saints left, um, the Giants, and who else do we have left? Let me, let me look at this schedule real quick. Um, what's the rest of our schedule looking like? Uh, you got New Orleans and then the Giants. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah, dubs. But we, we're, we could easily go 16-1 and one this year. I don't, I don't mm. think we... We we're either gonna go sixteen one or fifteen and two. Well, the Cowboys have a quick turnaround after Philly play Tennessee, mm. and then we play the Commanders. No, that's, another, that's another good defense, right? There. And that's and the Commanders is gonna be an interesting game because Washington's gonna have something to play for. They have a playoff spot on the line, mm-hmm. probably in the season finale. Yeah, they lost yesterday. Don't think that Washington's gonna come out and play like bums and give it up. And they beat they beat Philly. No, it was they not beat like Philly. They, it's not like they beat us. Don't even Travis going. They I beat think, they beat Philly. I think they beat them on a call. No, I'll if say I remember y'all correctly. and the them and the refs beat us. I think right? they lost on the call. I think that's we, what we can talk about that. Them and the refs. Yeah, but you know, it's a good conversation once again. We talked about MVP. We talked about Jalen and Micah and that whole thing. We talked about how each team has done our concerns, our regrets. Um, and so me and Dave are going to go into a more in-depth dive into week 15 and possibly mm. the future. Mm. Um, but we're going to revisit this time. We're going to come and revisit the week <laughs> after, um, as soon as we get back from our vacation and we're ready to go, we're going to jump back on here and address yeah. what the NFC is going to look like, what the playoffs are going to look and like, what MVP looks like. Stone, stone we might have a goat discussion season. in there and we're going to have Travis on next time. Hopefully his voice feels a lot better. Yeah. And so, but until then, for Daniel and for Jalen, for Travis in, in our in the control room. <laughs> the control no, he's just room. sitting here. But for all of us, you know, we hope you enjoy your Christmas season, and we will see you when we come back. Fly Eagles fly, baby. Dang it.